very, very few times where I've ran into a supervisor or somebody in a leadership position who, who doesn't care about their employees, who doesn't, you know, who, who runs and they're negligent. There are a few. But I think it truly comes down to the mindset of this is not going to happen to me. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Apollonia Rockwell Show. My name is Seth Silvers and I am your co-host here on the team with True Safety. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about something really, really important. We're going to dive into a conversation that Apollonia and I recently had talking about three steps to engaging workers in your safety program. This topic covers not just engaging your workers, but really the topic of management leadership. This is so critical with our safety programs of addressing how do we actually engage everybody from the top down. It's so, so important. So this is a quick one, but we want you to hear this conversation um, because Apollonia has some nuggets for you. So without further ado, let's dive in to this episode. So first off, as we talk about management and leadership, um, share with us kind of uh, what is this element about, like why is it needed and really what is, uh, how do companies kind of implement this like management leadership into their safety and health program? Yeah, so I'll keep going back to my story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's what I know best. Um, I'll tell you that starting as a safety professional, I did it backwards. So I fell into this. I fell into these seven core elements and I did it backwards and I failed. And I don't want you to fail. If you're starting out or if you're having a hard time getting buy-in with your company. So I did it backwards and I'll start from there. So what I first did was I immediately started trying to, to, to connect with the field employees. And I started, I was so excited about safety. So I, 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 when I was doing field audits, I would share with everybody, okay guys, this is my compliance plan and this is what it takes to be in compliance and we're going to have a great company and blah, blah, blah. And I was gaining some traction, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, as soon as I left that location, I knew because results told me incidents kept happening. I knew that that manager, his philosophy on safety was the only thing that mattered. Mm-hmm. It didn't even matter that, let's say, there's two crews out, or if you have 20 employees out on in the shop, you have a fleet of drivers. You can get their buy-in. You can get some of their buy-in, but it it almost I felt like it doesn't it didn't matter hmm. because the manager's philosophy will always trump anything that I say. So I realized that after a ton of trial and error, and I was like, all right, so I'm not gaining traction. This isn't working. What ended up happening was I would go back to the field, like that same crew, and I'd be like, okay, like, hey, I'm seeing the same things out of compliance. What's going on? Mm-hmm. And they would say, well, like Apollonia, you're saying, you're saying complete a thorough J- JSA, and you keep hammering us on a JSA. But my man, but the supervisor, as soon as we're filling this out, is telling me if you take more than a minute on this, then like 
you're a piece of shit basically and you need mm -hmm. to like like are you an idiot like fill this out in a minute and get it to work mm -hmm. so like what you're like i'm gonna listen to my supervisor because right. that's who pays me right. and so i was like oh okay i see this is the employee wasn't filling out a jsa or they're not filling out their permit properly or they're not doing these things because necessarily they're trying to be defiant mm -hmm. it's because their supervisors who dictates how the work goes down that day right. so i was like all right all right all right re-strategize um so then what I did was get, I got with the boss, the, the owner of the company, and I explained to him what it could look like having an, I didn't say, I don't think during that time I used an effective safety program, but I just painted a picture of what it would look like if we had a safety score of X. Hey, if we have zero incidents this year, this is what it's going to look like when we're trying to get out and get new work. Mm -hmm. And during that time, we were um, a smaller company, around 100 employees, and this company was growing, and they were realizing that they needed an amazing safety program and amazing safety scores to gain more work. So the value was there and the value to the owner was was becoming more clear right. so I was like hey owner now that you believe in safety you see the value of safety you see that you know and I knew my owner cared deeply about his employees I said you need to talk to the supervisors and you need to tell them how important this is and if you don't back me up then this all goes to shit this mm -hmm. all goes to hell this it doesn't matter what I say so so then we started having leadership meetings mm -hmm. and the owner would explain to the supervisors and he actually changed his incentives as far as raises and as far as how we, I mean, it didn't all tie to raises, but once the owner's mind, I, I was just blunt with them. Like you need to tell these supervisors that safety matters and that JSA is matter, PPE matters doing the things right way matters. And if it doesn't come from you, then right. yeah, so. And I think this isn't just about managers or like supervisors, it's about CEOs. It's really about leadership. And yeah. so uh, is it that these people don't care about safety or like why is it so hard to get leadership in whatever position, whether it's CEO or shift supervisor, yeah, yeah. to really prioritize uh, safety standards. Yeah, I think that a lot of the times a supervisor, a leadership, you know, somebody in a leadership role, a lot of the times what I'm seeing is that before they were in that role, they were the best at X. They were the best foreman. They were the best driver they were the best welder they were the best whatever craft that is mm -hmm. then they're promoted into a leadership position what happened when they were promoted when they were when they were promoted into that leadership position a pay raise happens there a lot of the times there wasn't additional training involved with that right. there wasn't soft skills trained extra training there wasn't leadership training there wasn't more safety training there wasn't people skills 
So I think that gap, when someone is promoted, they're just excited to be promoted. They have more responsibility on their mm-hmm. plate. And a lot of the times that responsibility comes down to dollar amounts, comes down to productivity and efficiencies. And their incentives are tied more to quicker, faster, better. Right. And that's not always, safety isn't always into that mix especially with a growing company yeah so so you're saying it's like the the focus oftentimes becomes getting as much done as quickly as possible yeah um and kind of hoping that nothing goes wrong and hoping that nothing goes wrong exactly i don't think i don't think i've dealt with so many incidents i've worked on so many incidents i worked with so many companies there's been very, very few times where I've ran into a supervisor or somebody in a leadership position who tr- who doesn't care about their employees, mm-hmm. who doesn't, you know, who, who runs and they're negligent. There yeah. are a few. But I think it truly comes down to the mindset of this is not going to happen to me. Yeah. So this- you're not necessarily saying they don't care about safety. It's just that like the top, the ultimate priority in work has often become getting as much done as fast as possible. Yeah, and my boss is going to reward me. My whoever's above me, they're going to they're going to shower me with praise. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the guys don't say that, but like but like they're going to think I'm amazing if I can get this job done quicker, faster, better with with less resources. Right. And, yeah, yeah, and I think it makes sense. So it's all you know, it, it really comes down to the manager's philosophy that then will trickle down. You know, the CEO's philosophy will trickle down to the managers, which will trickle down to the workers. Yeah. Um, what can people in safety, whether you're a safety manager or you're, you know, an HR professional that's been thrown, hey, manage safety. Eight year safety too. Yeah. <laughs> and um, payroll. What can people do to kind of help to start transforming the philosophy of work into more of like a management leadership role? Yeah, so I honestly think that the first step, because it's a daunting task, it's a, it seems intangible in a way. Um, I just remember being in that role and I'm still in that role, you know, I'm still in the role of how do we change, how do we shift a mindset within a company? A lot of the times owners reach out to us and, and sometimes it is the owners on board, but their business, it is, or a CEO has brought us in and the business has grown so fast. They've been operating a certain way for so many years that it's, they're like, how do we, how do we make that first step? So mm-hmm. I, I, I think the first step, if you're in safety, would be to, I'm not saying having weekly manager meetings, but we, you need to get leadership on the same page. And what that looks like to me is, finding out how supervisors or how how top management, how are they currently incentivizing their team? What does that incentive look like? What what are those KPIs? What, What means the most to them as supervisors? And then I'm not saying shift that I'm saying let's add to that so if you're getting with it so I'm a safety I'm a safety professional at a company and I'm getting with all the foremen and it's like hey how do you how are raises 
given out? How are promotions given out? Right. How and it doesn't have and it really doesn't have to always tie into a dollar amount. But how are people? How do you how do you reward your guys? Right. That's what I would get with a super. How do you reward your guys? And I would say. Now, here's what it would look like. What are your thoughts? Like, how can we brainstorm to add safety into that? Mm -hmm. And here's the reward for you as a supervisor if we do that. Right. So that's where I would go yeah. first. Because it's it's good news for everybody if the company grows. Sure, like, yeah, yeah. And the way that that happens is by doing a good job on the projects you have, mm -hmm. which means no incidents. Mm -hmm. No safety violations, no you know OSHA violations or mm -hmm. citations, mm -hmm. um, but also like that safety score you were mentioning earlier, like showing I think showing management and showing leadership the value of hey if we have a good safety score, we're going to get more bids, we're going to get more projects, yep. we're going to be above our competitors. Our which reputation, means, yeah, yeah. reputation is good, which means the company grows, which means there's more money. Like it's good for everybody, mm -hmm. and I think people often it's it's hard to get that big perspective yeah. so what would be like the, the, the like super simple steps for a safety manager and just helping to kind of create more a more effective cult like management leadership culture mm -hmm. some simple steps would be and um i'm trying to think of i'm trying to think of how to word this but kind of like i just mentioned tying the safety tying some sort of um, incentive for interaction in the safety program. So that sounds like a lot, but to break it down for like a simple, here's like a simple example. So simple recognitions at a safety meeting or at, at company at company gatherings. Mm -hmm. Whoever has the best, a simple step would be management, maybe it doesn't come from safety, but management, right? I just saw this before COVID when we were thriving during right. safety meetings. Um, management was giving out gift cards and sometimes it wouldn't be a gift card, it'd be a reward for who submitted the highest quality near miss hmm. or who um, who did a stop the job last, mm -hmm. last month. And this company had a couple hundred employees. So a lot of near misses were being submitted, but it was the, it was the highest quality and so that would be one simple step is to recognize people for being involved, right. recognizing people for, for speaking up. And this and that is a, coming from management too, not necessarily the safety, like not necessarily at the safety meeting, the safety leader yes. standing up, but actually like the supervisor standing up. Yes. Even if you're feeding them the word and saying, Hey, go do this. Like that reflects to see the management doing that. Yes, and I'm, I'm like smiling, you can't see me, but I'm smiling, nodding my head so much right now because um, with this particular company, they had a few hundred employees and safety was, um, in the beginning of the year and last year, we were giving out the rewards. Mm -hmm. We were giving out gift cards, things like that. And you know, I'm a people person, I'm gauging the crowd. Is this, meaning, is this meaningful, is it not? I'm telling you, Seth, as soon as I had the top guy, the their boss's boss's boss, give out the rewards, and like he believed in it, and mm -hmm. he was excited about giving these rewards too, because I sat down with him, whoops, I sat down with, with this supervisor, this, this regional manager, and I, and I got the buy-in from him, so it came out 
authentically when he right. was giving out these rewards. And I'm telling you, Seth, when he was standing in front of a crowd of a hundred some employees, of drivers, of of again, there's oil and gas, there's construction, there's crews, and he's like, out of everyone who submitted these near misses, I want to thank Joe Smith for stepping up and for reporting this and ever and and like I saw people stand up mm-hmm. taller in their seats. They were like, this is what my boss cares about. This is what's on his raise. It doesn't have to be tied to a raise. Mm-hmm. But like people know, like like they the energy shifted in the room. And as soon as I had this supervisor do the recognitions, um, because, I mean, it was just so serious. We were flooded hmm. with more near misses, more stop the jobs. And for companies, for safety supervisors that have been doing this for a while or they have a safety program in place already, um, you might already be getting a lot of near misses. Look for the highest quality one. Right. Or if you're just starting out, just reward the, the first guy or first gal who, who's, you know took the first step and submitted one. Um, so that made a huge, huge difference. Yeah. It was awesome to see. Yeah. I think that's, that's so important. And I mean, it's the principle we're talking about is management leadership, but actually getting your management to, to really lead the way and figuring out ways to get them more involved. So Mm -hmm. I'm, it's a little bit of a moving target. Like there's, you're always going to be figuring out more ways, but I loved what you're saying about really figuring out what that safety score is. So that people see the big picture of why safety actually man- matters mm-hmm. and then getting your management to really implement that. So I think this is really, really helpful. Another quick tip too. I know you're saying like, what are some tangible um, th- things and action items that people can take away today too? Um, it was a breakthrough for me. I felt like I was cl- climbing this uphill battle with getting buy-in from safety and this would be a gift to the audience. I mean, it was just something that through trial and error, I'm telling you, once I connected with the leadership team, everything changed for me. Hmm. Once I stopped going straight to the boss and trying to get their buy-in, like he was already bought in, but once I stopped going straight to the employees and you know, compliance, 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 that worked. But the breakthrough came when I connected with the management team because if you're at a safety meeting and you're saying something and management's in the back and mm-hmm. they're and, and you guys don't touch base and you and you're saying something completely opposite from what they actually do in the field right you you, you know that you know that as a safety manager you're out there and you feel like a joke because you're like whatever i say goes out the window because right. and so some an, where i was going with that was a quick takeaway too was not only what the recognitions involve management and leadership but involve management and leadership in your safety meetings don't just have a safety meeting where it's just you up there thinking you're the know-all mm-hmm. you're not a lot of the time the safety expert we're not the craft expert i am not the craft expert i'm not supposed to be the craft expert right. the supervisors are though and the employees are the experts. So once I started realizing that engagement is what change, you know, that's what makes a safety meeting effective and getting people into group, small groups during a safety meeting, I would always have a supervisor strategically in each group 
for my safety meeting. So if we're doing a safety training, even if it's like a safe land class or a, a forklift class or any, any, a lockout tag out, I have the supervisor, I get with him first to say, hey, how are things done out in the field? Mm-hmm. And, and getting on the same page with them first, and then they kind of lead with you, you're a superstar once you're you're in with the yeah um, with leadership yeah yeah i think that's great advice to to really include management in every step of the process thank you so much for listening to today's episode i want to encourage you make sure you come back for the next episode we're going to start publishing these every single week and next week we're talking specifically about worker participation this is another important topic and we don't want you to miss it so make sure you come back for the next episode of the apollonia rockwell show